This is the Tinkered Thinking Podcast. One quick announcement. Tinkered Thinking has released its first book, The Lasilius Parables, Volume 1. As many will know, a short story is released every Sunday, and this book is an illustrated collection of the first 50 stories released on the podcast. An enormous amount of effort and love went into this project in order to bring it to life. If you want to check it out, go to tinkeredthinking.com slash bookstore. Episode 886, The Social Impulse, Part 2. In the Bible, Adam is given one simple task, to give everything a name. Now, what exactly is a name? What is it for? And most importantly, what does a name mean in relation to other things with names? The act of giving something a name is the instance of creating a category, which is, in relation to other things, a division. Adam's task wasn't just an odd naming exercise. It was, in fact, the invention of language altogether, which perhaps lends a new lens to the idea of the word being so important in such religious traditions. It's of further interest to note that such religious and spiritual traditions exist primarily through the medium of language. If, for example, language didn't exist at all, how else would you be aware of such religious traditions? From a secular point of view, it's not too much of a stretch to see religion as a reverent nod first and foremost to the invention of language and the way it has pervaded and guided us. Because language does guide us far more than we have the ability to guide it, this can be deeply unsettling as a revelation. We need only ask, can you have a thought that exists outside of your language's ability to describe it? Part one in this two-part series on the social impulse ended with an examination of the divisions that exist between people and how we seem to be hardwired to resist groups that are not our own. To phrase the issue more simply, we might simply notice that 100% of human problems boil down to the fact that we have natural systems of thinking that are in accord with just two words, us and them. The word them represents perhaps the most insidious and potentially destructive concept we've ever invented. This vague category shifts and slips between different levels constantly. A country can become united against a common enemy, against them, but in the absence of a common enemy, we are primed to try and find a new group to call them, as can be seen with a civil war within a single country. This tendency to subdivide further in the absence of a clear and obvious other can go all the way down. It can even go straight down to the individual level where a person feels divided and starts hating themselves due to the illusion of this division, at which point suicidal ideation can arise and, of course, suicide, when the illusion of division finally collapses in on itself. This fragmentation is always occurring. It is the growth and operation of language itself, which is why it's so important to monitor the way we use language. To do so is, in fact, to monitor the way language is using us.
Language is a double-edged sword. It allows us to cleave the universe into modules that we can conceptually manipulate, and in so doing, discover more about how the universe works. But it can also be a tool turned against ourselves, one that can quite literally lead to the cleaving of heads from bodies. Our hardwired social impulse is to belong to a group, and woven in with that urge is a natural tendency to identify who is part of the others, part of them. While this default programming most definitely served a survival function in the past, it has quickly outgrown its utility, especially in modern times. If we don't start thinking about the entire planet as the in-group, and the only group, we risk a communal suicide as the capability of such widespread destruction becomes more and more available. Simply put, we need to get rid of them, not the people we might temporarily plaster the word with, but the actual word and concept itself. What's perhaps even more curious is that if the word them suddenly vanished as a concept from the minds of all people, the word us becomes pleasantly meaningless. This is the Tinkered Thinking Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you find the Tinkered Thinking Podcast valuable, there are many ways you can support it. You can review it on iTunes. You can share it on social media with your friends. You can blog about it or discuss it on your own podcast. Or you can support it directly. And you can do this on the support page at tinkeredthinking.com. Both one-time support and monthly subscription support options are available. Thank you for your support of the show. It's listeners like you that make all of this possible. Any feedback or questions are always welcome, so feel free to reach out. And until tomorrow, remember to be careful about the context. <laughs>